Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to episode 22 of Mediaverse Unwrapped, where we bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Staff, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Target to the Pop, Megan Spangler. Howdy there, y'all. Today, we have a very special guest. You have seen him featured on Screen Rant, and you've seen his incredible work throughout our group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Introducing the king of cosplay, Lashine Williams. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm so happy to be here. Um, I think this is going to be a really, really great use of our time, and I think the viewers going to get a lot out of this. Agreed. Me too. Let's dive in. <laughs> Let's do it. So, Lashine, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. Um, so... I am a New Yorker I'm from Brooklyn, born and raised, and um, I've always, always, always loved uh, superheroes, specifically Marvel. I, I like DC too, but Marvel was always like where my heart was. And mm-hmm. um, back, Damn. you know, where I come from back in the day, you weren't really able to show that you were a fan of this kind of stuff publicly, or else you'd get, you know, beat up at school and no girls yeah. would talk to you. It was, it was really, really, really toxic. Um, so I hid my nerdisms and all of that stuff for most of my life. And um, I'd say probably around like mid twenties, I finally just like, you know what, this is who I am. This is what I like. And um, I just kind of took off from there. And um, I, everybody knows I'm like the biggest Marvel fan you could ever find. <laughs> That's oh amazing. God. That is amazing. I feel like we're like kindred spirits. I feel like so much of what you said like mm-hmm. relates to me too. Like I feel like I went through a lot of those types of things too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think we all did. We all went through the don't tell them you're a nerd or you're yes. gonna get it. I mm-hmm. mean it. And now that it's the cool thing to do, it's wild to me. Exactly. It is. That's so true. cool. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen your cosplay. We know how incredible amazing. they are. They're they give everyone such motivation to do it themselves and it's it's so beautiful to see because usually you'll see the usual kind of cosplay the perfect white skinny person that looks mm-hmm. like superman or the perfectly shaped Blech. woman who looks like supergirl mm-hmm. but like you do it in such a beautiful way and it, it you could just feel the confidence coming off of it and it's just it's just so cool to see mm-hmm. it is it's amazing. I mean, Megan, Megan brings up your confidence. Like, where, where does the confidence come from? Like, to be able to get up in front of those people, like, dressed up. Like, where do you pull that from? So, I mean, to be perfectly honest, um, no matter how many times I do it, no matter what confidence I really do have, there is always going to be that nervousness. There's always the butterflies in my stomach, you know, mm-hmm. um, the first time I step out outside because I always, you know, just by life, I'm always forced to assume that somebody's going to say something stupid or be ignorant or laugh or something like that. But honestly, to my face, zero. (laughs) I've never had a situation where someone's said something terrible to me since I've been doing this, this cosplay thing. Um, So the, the, the confidence comes from every time I go out there, I just make everybody smile. I, I, I give people this motivation. I, I have these kids come up to me and ask to take pictures. And mm. I have, you know, adults, mostly adults, believe it or not, come up to me and ask to take pictures. <laughs> uh, I had this one lady, she was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? I was um Spawn, I think. She was like, can I get a picture with you? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, and I thought she meant for the kid. And she's like, no, 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 he's going to he's gonna take the picture of us. Oh, my God. 
got a hit. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay then, forty year old woman, let's do it. And uh, that was it. that was it. And and honestly, it's just like I, I just get so much positive reinforcement, especially like from the group, for example. Um, it's what drives me to keep going. Uh, my confidence is fueled by others' belief in what I can do. I like that. Me too. It's actually really beautiful. I love that. And you really do have a real following in our group. And it, and we've wanted cosplayers for so long. So it was yeah, just such true. a welcome, such a welcome thing in our group. It's, I love seeing the members genuinely ask like these in-depth questions. And it, it's it's just nice. There, it's it's not the write off. You look great. Moving on. It's what do you do? How often do you do it? Mm-hmm. It's just it's just such a cool thing to see. Absolutely. Yeah. No. It is. I love it too. I really do. I I love seeing like the impact that like you know someone like you, Lashine, has. Like you know you're really you're setting like such a good example. I feel like for people who may not feel comfortable like going to like a comic con and like dressing up or someone who may feel like oh you know that's a white superhero i don't feel like i can do that you know what i mean like yeah. i feel like you set such a good example and i mean like it's amazing thank you and and i mean it's so important to me it is just critically important to me that people understand that cosplay is for everyone and anyone can cosplay so at the end of the day you know if you identify it's any, you know, it's anything. Um, and you just so happen to be short or overweight or whatever the case may be, but your favorite superhero in the world is the flash. Guess what? You're the flash. Then you get <laughs> dressed, you put on that lightning bolt and you go, yeah. run. you're the flash. That's it's that simple. Cut and cut and dry. Um, and I know it's scary. I'm, I'm not ignorant to the fact that it's scary. And before you can deal with the crowd, you have to deal with yourself and your own inner, Uh, insecurities and like, can I do this? Should I do this? Am I ready to do this? I get that. Um, My advice is simply take the plunge. You know, once you put money into it, you kind of got to do it. (laughs) That's like a good motivator, right? Like when you started paying a lot for something, you're like, yeah, I got to go. I got to get through this. Like I got to try. That's what I tell people. Like just don't overthink, dive into it. Whether you're buying your cosplay or you're building it yourself. Once you buy the material and you get started and it takes you eight weeks to make a suit, and it looks oh like a like a Hollywood level suit, or even if it doesn't, who cares? Like you did the work, you put in eight weeks of your time, or exactly. you bought it and you took a chunk of your paycheck to make this happen. Now go mm-hmm. out there. Go out there. I love that. It, I do it too. is it's such a pause. I feel like it's kind of what Marvel is, mm-hmm. how inclusive it is and how it wants you to have that confidence to feel like a real mm-hmm. hero. Because in all of us there is a hero. Absolutely. And you're showing that yeah. so loudly and it's just oh, it's just so appreciated in the fandom when the fandom's becoming so toxic. It's nice yes. to see something like this. It's and it true. means more of it needs to happen. Absolutely. And I know there's so many people that want to be a part of that. Um, and like I said, they just need that little push. So that's why I keep doing it. That's why I post often. Um and I just like, like we, we spoke about this, Megan, you know, I tried my best not to make it seem like it's about me. Like I'm posting cause I want all the love and attention and like my stuff and, you know, follow me on Instagram. Like yeah. I, it's really more, I want, I've already noticed once since I've been in a group, you know, and other groups that I'm in too, that like other people want to do it, but they're just, 
they're holding themselves back. So I figure mm-hmm. the more you see me do it, and as honest as I am about the bad things that happened to me in cosplay, and you see that I still keep doing it, I know for a fact that I'm helping other people. Because I get people in my inbox all the time, in my DMs. Oh my God, I was never going to do this kind of cosplay, but I saw you do that and it made me do this. Or, you know, Aww. it gets real serious sometimes. You got me out of a depression, X, Y, Z. The most serious <laughs> one, a uh, few, few months ago, oh my gosh, this gentleman in a Power Rangers group I was in, he was literally contemplating suicide. And he, he messages me at four o'clock in the morning. And I'm a night owl, so I was up. And I didn't know who he was. And, mm-hmm. you know, my instinct was, now I'm probably not going to respond. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. But something <laughs> told me. I don't know what it was, but something was like, check him out. See see what he wants. So I clicked the button to, to see what his message was. And he's, like, just pouring his heart out to me. Like, oh, my God, I just can't do this. Like, my life is so hard. And being a Power Ranger fan is the only thing that's been keeping me going all my life. But if I get this, Aww. people laugh at it. I know I'm just going to, like, end it all i can't do it how do you do it and oh i just like gosh. sat him down you know like before we do anything i just need you to know i am not a trained professional so everything i tell you right now is based off of what i've done and you're not me so if it doesn't work in the same way please be prepared for that like please so you know i sat him down and i, I talked to him for about an hour and he was like, I'm going to sleep on it and, and I'll get back to you tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, no problem. I wake up the next day. First message I got was from him. And he was like, I spoke to my wife. I told her that I talked to you. I showed her the messages. She co-signed with what you said. And you know what, Lasheen, I want to live. And I was like, mm. oh my God. And wow. I just told him every week, I want you to check in with me. And just, you don't have to tell me what's going on, highs or lows, nothing like that. Just check in. I just want to make sure you're, you're still here. And every week I, I hear from him. He just gives me a thumbs up so I know he's there. If he wants to talk about something, he will. If he doesn't feel like it, I just get the thumbs up. I give him one back and we keep it moving. Oh my God, that's so that's incredible. Oh, that's, that's so nice. amazing. My God. Wow. That, that's, that's why I do this. You see, you're really doing the Lord's work here. I mean, yeah. if you, you weren't there, what would he have had? I, mean, I don't know him. Thinking. I don't know his life. But I don't know. You did I that. mean, I, again, this is just some dude that he saw. He saw that I post all the time in the Power Ranger groups, and he saw all of the fights that I've been in, and all the trolls and all of that stuff. And he was just like, "You keep fighting back. I don't have that capacity. I don't know how to do it." And he's like, "I want to get into it, but I'm scared. I'm going to get what you're getting, and I don't know if I could fight back the way you are." And I was like, "You don't have to fight back the way I am, because guess what? You tag me, and I'll fight for you." Mm, that's amazing. Yeah, the internet can be so rough. That's how I met Megan, actually. She saved me from another group. She does that. Savages. And I was up to my limit with them. From the first day I joined the group, I was going to Baltimore. Was it Baltimore? Baltimore Con. And I I did my Thor cosplay um, from Love mm. and Thunder. And I just got my Zeus Lightning Bolt. And I was so happy. And I take a picture <laughs> with it. And I posted in this new Marvel group that everybody was saying is the best Marvel group around. The mm-hmm. first comment I got less than 30 seconds after I, I posted was, oh, I thought lightning couldn't burn Thor because yeah. of the skin. Oh my yeah. God, what the hell? <laughs> I was furious. Yo, fuck him. Yo, it went yeah. to about 500 comments that day. I had to turn off notifications because I'm at a con. I'm trying to enjoy myself and my phone keeps blowing up. And it was just 500 comments. And I'd say 
250 of them were trolls being really racist and disgusting. It was, it was really bad. Like it, Jeez. like I, my soul hurt reading it. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't imagine what he was going through. They it was really, so bad. They were. Really yeah, no, I, man, I can't believe that. 250 comments. Of just I pure, mean, pure hatred only because I'm, I'm black. That's the only reason they were mad. If I were the yeah. exact same person, but white with that same suit on, it would have went, you know, it would have went a thousand comments of pure love. But because I was black, they just ripped me apart. And yeah. I stayed in a group for like, what, another month and a half, maybe. And one day Megan uh, saw that I was fighting somebody about something else. I think it was the one where, believe it or not, I was Black Panther. And somebody came on and was like, I'm like, how do you get mad at me for cosplaying Black Panther? This is the one I'm supposed to do, right? And they oh my God. were still coming at me. And this guy was like, talking about, um, you just want to get your reparations for slavery. And I'm like, yeah. what? Why did you even have to go there? Oh my God. I could not be, and he would not stop. He went comment after comment after comment about about just slavery and how I I belong back in the fields and all this other shit. And at some point, and it's like, hey, if you ever want to join a group that's not toxic, (laughs) and I was like, I do want to join something that's not toxic. This ain't fun. So I left them. I came to you guys and I never looked back. Yeah. My God, that is so nuts. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That's really shit. It's okay. I can't believe that. I'll never understand why people have to do that. It doesn't make any sense. Me either. And I feel like cosplay That's is based on such passion. And you're going to go and do that to someone? So it's like, oh, yeah. you know, justice. Because this, like the fight I just had the other day about Gambit. Um, and this guy's like, you should, you're much more of a bishop than a Gambit. Because you don't <laughs> look anything like Gambit. And I'm like. Bro, I don't look anything like Bishop either. Like, I don't have a goat. Yeah, what the hell? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it's so annoying. Uh-uh. That is so crazy. I mean, it, it's just, the internet has become such a toxic place, I feel like. And Megan and I have discussed this in the past, on past episodes, where people just can, like, feel like, oh, let me just go online and, like, spread a bunch of garbage. And just, like, I don't care. No filter. I don't have to say this is someone's face. So I'm just going to say whatever I want and not care. That's what it is. Yeah. I've checked. I, every time I fight somebody, I check their profile. Once mm-hmm. I can find, find a picture, because they never have their own profile picture. But mm-hmm. once I, I can get a picture of them, 100 times out of 100 times, they look like somebody who would never in their life say that to my face. Never. Right in person, face. they would never. Never. So it's like, <laughs> why do you get the balls on the internet? Like, it's it doesn't make you tough. It doesn't make you edgy. It doesn't make you funny. It doesn't give you mm-hmm. dark humor. It, it does nothing for your cool points if that's what you're trying to accumulate. Because you're not getting them. You sound stupid. Very you sound stupid. vulnerable. And you're projecting your own insecurities onto someone else. Just say you don't have the balls Ooh, yes. to cosplay. That's all it takes. That's all. That's yeah. all I need to hear. Get him, Megan. Get him. <laughs> I could never do that's that right. like you. That's all you got to say. No, yeah, exactly. Just... Exactly. People are just, they're never going to change. And it's so sad. But the thing you do is that you kind of rise above it, especially Mm -hmm. in our group. You're willing to educate and then show people that, yes, this person, they will talk shit about me because of how I look. But I'm showing you I can be stronger than them, and so can you. And that's really the biggest thing that's so needed in all of this. 
the entire fandom. Do you because just have to rise really above it, bullshit? Right? When you talk about rising above, that's what our heroes do every mm-hmm. day. The comics that we read and the movies that we watch and the animated series that we watch, it's always, always overwhelming odds that they have to overcome. And in yeah. real life, for me, my overwhelming odds are pretty much racist. <laughs> I have to overcome <laughs> them. There's more of them than there are of me. But as long as I don't let them break me, I know I'm winning. And and that's what it's 100%. all about. 100%. Oh, my can break God. Me. It'll never happen. It will never happen. And I, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. There are times when I, I'm, I'm at the bottom of, 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 of it. I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't keep doing this. There was a time not too long ago I was doing a Homelander thing, and a black guy came at me. Like, it was like, I'm getting it from both sides. He's like, you can't be the Whoa. Homelander. They want us to do. They want us to uh, to show that black people uh, want to take over the America and destroy America. <laughs> what? The Homelander. Don't do it. And I'm like, dude, I only bought it because I like the eagles on the shoulders. That's the only yeah. reason I own this. And I wanted to do the baby milk thing. That's it. I don't give a fuck about taking over America. And he just wouldn't let it go. He's like, you can cosplay anybody you want except for Captain America, Homelander, and Superman. Those are all weird. Like, I thought there was a black Captain America mm. and a black Superman. And am, am I stupid or? Yeah, like how about you mind your business and go cosplay <laughs> what you want to cosplay? Shut like the fuck up. Crazy part. He's just some guy in a cosplay group. <laughs> group. Oh, he was the one online. Mm-mm. Okay, so then you know what? And uh, when he did that, you know, I had just kind of reached my my capacity, and I, I made a post mm-hmm. on my Instagram where I was just like. I can't take it. Like it's one thing when I'm fighting against, you know, white racists, that kind of just comes with the territory. But when I have to yeah. fight with my own black people, I can't win. I can't. It's too many, too many sides. And for one split second, I was like, I'm just gonna wrap it up. That's it. I can't do it. Wow. Then at the same time, as I was typing that, I was like, man, this suit was three hundred dollars. I'm gonna wrap this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. And that's where I come from with what I said earlier. You put the money into it. You put the time into it. Showcase who you showcase it. Flaunt it. You you earn the right to flaunt it. Absolutely. It's true. I'm so interested to ask you this. So like when it comes to your costumes, like how like depend how does how do you gauge whether or not to put like a ton of effort into one of your cosplays or like or if you want to do like kind of more of like a like a subdued one, like how do you how do you gauge like how much you're gonna put into it? So it kind of goes with the question. A lot of the questions that I saw on the on on the in the group was like, how do I choose my characters? So I can answer it that way. Basically, I don't even think about how hard it's gonna be. I just mm-hmm. think about how much do I like the character. Like somebody the other day in the group asked me um, if I should do a thread where I take requests, and I had to stop them because it's fun to be like, who should I cosplay as, and kind of take a challenge. It is fun, but you also have to realize. And I told him the time, resources, and money that it takes to make these suits. Uh-huh. I can't just do it if I'm not passionate about the character. Mm-hmm. So for me, it doesn't really the detail level. Honestly, it depends on what character I want to do. So I'd say the easiest suit that I've done so far is probably Ant-Man. That took Ooh. no effort at all, to be honest. Um, and it was the cheapest thing, too. I, I think I was done with that in, like, two weeks. I had it. It was done right before the movie came out. And I never even wanted to be Ant-Man. I didn't I didn't really care for the second. I hated the second movie, I'll be honest with you. Um, so I was like, <laughs> uh, but then I saw Kang, and I knew I couldn't get a Kang suit in time for the premiere. So I was like, mm. Ant-Man. 
I'll do an Ant-Man suit. I can I can make this happen relatively quickly. I know some resources that can help make this happen. So I think I did Ant-Man in like two weeks. It was like less than a hundred bucks to put it all together. And nice. Baby uh baby wasp uh was like 30 bucks. Like I was like, let me just get it's a toy. Let me just get that off Amazon. And like and then I added as the accessory. And that one little accessory. I loved the baby wasp. <laughs> Thank I you. But that's what it is, right? The little pieces is what elevates mm-hmm. the cosplay. So that one little wasp made my Ant-Man pop. And that's why I, I like I like doing it. But uh, before that, I had no passion for Ant-Man. I didn't give a <laughs> either way. So um <laughs> but to answer your question, um, because I decided I'm going to do Ant-Man, I said, I'm going to go all balls to the walls. Like, you know, I'm going to make sure that the uh, the helmet lights up. I'm going to mm-hmm. make sure that I have a little baby wasp. And I even bought a, a toy war machine to replicate the scene from Civil War where he grows <laughs> into Giant Man. And oh, that's him. dope. <laughs> and I, I posted it. I'll, re- I'll repost it in a group um, over the weekend. But yeah, yes. it's it's um, it turned out really fun because that's how I like do my edits and stuff like that too, with like the little pieces. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's you... Those little details. All about the little details. So whether it's Predator or a simple Superman one piece, I put the mm-hmm. same amount of effort in each in each suit. And you killed oh. Ant Man. Like that was you a did. look. It was good. The Thank little you. wasp killed me. I was obsessed. That, that was. I that was. Uh, I don't even care about Ant Man, but it was clear to me she was not gonna cosplay as the wasp. Um, again, <laughs> we didn't like the, the second movie, so we didn't know what the third movie was gonna bring. And mm. she's like me in that sense. Like we only cosplay characters we actually like. Or mm. if she doesn't know the character yet, if I could sell her on it hard enough, like Psylocke or um, <laughs> Lady Deadpool, like I gotta really sell mm. her and be like, this is gonna be awesome. And then she'll get the suit. And then I'll be like, let's watch episodes of where this person comes from so you can see why I like her for you. And then she'll watch it and she'll be like, hell yeah. So it's a, process. it's a process. But I, we we just, none of us um, in my family, we won't cosplay somebody just for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. It's, it awesome. doesn't, I feel like people who just kind of cosplay just because, oh, I found the suit easily. Uh, it, it's the cheapest. It kind of like, I don't know. It, it You don't see the passion there. And we can see and, and, and yeah. the past is what makes it so important, yeah. right? Because, I mean, let's, let's be honest, anybody can cosplay. Um, mm-hmm. But in a world where I can go to a con and there's five other people doing Black Panther, for some reason, mine is going to stand out because I'm going to be the one on the floor doing like the Panther moves. I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. jumping around. I'm going to be screaming, Ibaba! Like I'm, 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 I'm that extra guy. I'm that guy that does so much more extra. For God's sake, I came to this with the freaking rope. <laughs> I love, I, I love what you're wearing. By the way, I so love anybody it. who's anybody who can't see right now, who's just listening to us, Lachine is wearing the most amazing like Wakandan robe, purple with like Black Panthers um, claw mm-hmm. necklace. It looks amazing. I love it. And oh my god. And the beads. While drinking from a Wakanda Forever cup. (laughs) You are all on theme. I love it. That's oh that's a cool cup. Mm Mm-hmm. You did so much more than we did. I even got my Wakanda wallet with me. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. I love it. I I I love the commitment. I love it. (laughs) One of my medals is a Wakanda 5K that I ran to. Oh wow. There's so many medals. A back Wakanda there. 5K. Yeah, you've got a lot of medals back there. Are those all from like cosplay or? I don't know from cosplay, except for the one where I won in April. These are all from obstacle course races. <gasps> oh my god! Ooh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. how I got. That's into so impressive. It. 
believe it or not, this is without these, I wouldn't even got into cosplay. Really? So how I got into cosplay in the first place, Kelly and I ran obstacle course races, Spartan Race, Rugged Maniac, um, Tough Murder, uh, Ninja Warrior, you know, stuff like that, right? Where you're jumping over fire and crawling under barbed wire. We're, we're insane. So we do we, we do a lot of these races and um, a lot of people, they run in like a Superman t-shirt or a Batman tank top or a Wonder Woman, you know, sports bra, whatever. And as you guys are learning right now about me, I am very extra. So to me, I was like, that's not enough. I want to just wear a shirt. So one day I had this Deadpool had just come out in 2016, was it? And I had the insane idea in 98 degrees to wear an entire Deadpool compression suit, mask, uh, the, the top, the bottoms. And then I freaking bought the swords and the leg holsters and guns. And I ran in that. Uh, nine, I was a... Uh, Three miles, Whoa. five obstacles, maximum effort. <laughs> and I, I run. That's insane. I run that race and everybody loved it. And and I was like, ooh, this might be my new gimmick. So then I did, uh, we ran, it was winter. It was 30 deg- 23 degrees on a mountain Whoa. in New York. Um, and I ran as Black Panther. And I had the, the rubber mask on and the claws and the whole jumpsuit and a sweatshirt that was Black Panther because it was really cold. And I ran the whole thing. Again, people loved it. And I was like, this might be my thing. So then start running with a Superman cape, running with Thor's hammer, running with you know all different types of stuff. I ran with an Infinity Gauntlet one time. It was hard <laughs> with monkey bars with that. But, um, so I That's do all dedication. This, and I've done about 97 of these races. Oh my gosh. So I became Whoa. a cosplay racer. Um, after that, in 2018, I got it, it, tickets, uh, free tickets to my first ever Comic-Con in New York. I had never been to Comic-Con. I never heard of it. I didn't know that there was a word called cosplay. Like, I didn't know any of this stuff. People were calling me the cosplay racer, and I didn't know what cosplay meant. I was just taking it because I liked the, the word. But I thought they made it up. I didn't know it was actually a thing. I didn't know there was a mm-hmm. universe of people who dressed up. You know, so I go to Comic-Con and I, I had my little dead piece made up suit that I had, you know, um, and I saw the real deal. Like, oh, my God, these there are some people in here with a full death stroke, a full spawn, a full mm-hmm. Superman with like the boots and the belt. And, and I'm just like, oh, my God, there's levels to this. And I didn't know. Like, I swear I was living under a rock. I had no idea. Yeah. And I see all of this. And one of my friends, uh, his name is Kevin, uh, he was a Spartan just like me. So we ran races together, but I never knew he was so into cosplay. He's mm-hmm. part of a group called New York Fantastic Four. And he actually like looks like Reed Richards and everything. It's insane. Predator oh fought him a few uh, months ago, actually. But anyway, <laughs> back then, I didn't know he was such a big deal. And he had his own panel. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment for me. When I saw him do a panel, I don't even remember what he was talking about, but the fact that he had a panel and... At, on a race field, he's just a mild-mannered racer like me. But in the cosplay world, he's this giant, like, statement piece. And I was like, I want wow. I want that. And that's when the wheels started turning in my head. And that's when I reached out to my friend Fabian. He's in the group. I actually added him not too long ago. Mm, Fabian hi, Fabian. <laughs> he uh, had did a Green Ranger cosplay that, like, I couldn't believe it. He looked just like the Green Ranger. And I was like, oh, my God, my friends are doing this, too. I got to get in on this. And that's how it uh, all, like... I have to do it. And he taught me the ropes. He showed me the website, showed me the resources. 
And I was scared to death to really do it though. Just like the people who I'm trying to help now, I used to be just like y'all. I was so mm -hmm. scared. I didn't know people were gonna laugh at me. My first one was Black Panther. And I was just like, I, I created my own Black Panther suit out of like random pieces that I put together. Um, very, very makeshift, nothing like what I have now. And it was my first ever suit. And I went out mm. there and people loved it. And I was like, I did it. Oh, it's awesome. laughing at me. They actually like this. And that's how it all started. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's, that's so an amazing cool. story. Yeah. So you've done panels yourself too, though, yes. I believe. Yeah. So tell us about that. Absolutely. That's really cool. Like I mentioned, 2018, I see my friend Kevin do a panel and I said to myself, that's my dream. I want to be able, I want to be, so, I want to be someone that people want to come see. It just, it mm -hmm. means so much to me that people would want to be a part of something I'm putting together for them. So I finally pulled it off. Now, remember 2018 is when I learned about all of this. I didn't actually start cosplaying for real until 2021. So I've only wow. been doing it for years. Oh my goodness. Yeah, most people That's don't impressive. know that. Thank you. I, I, I seriously hit the ground running. I've only been doing this for two years. So I start to learn about this, the, the scene and I learn about these different cons and different like areas in the Northeast. And I attended all of them last year to make my presence felt. And then this year was all about capitalizing on that. So that's where I put in applications to be a panelist and Philly Fan Expo, they actually took me in because I won their cosplay contest last year. It was my first oh. contest I ever won. And awesome. um, Black Ranger. And um, they let me do my own panel called The Color of Cosplay. And I spoke about the racism. I spoke about, um, I made it bigger than that though, right? Originally it was about, it was supposed to be about racism. And when I saw the people who attended, I had a big, you know, for me, big, like 45 people who showed up. And they That's were both colors, races, um, um, sizes, genders. And I decided at the heat of the moment while doing that panel to change it. I kept the name of it because it's a really catchy name, but I swapped my narrative and made it about not black versus white, but us versus them. And what I mean by that is good people versus bad people. Us heroes. Mm, wow. And I pulled people up who had no idea. I didn't even know I was going to do this. But I did my spiel. I talked about the racism that I felt and things that I've had to overcome. And then I, I had a friend who was uh, married to a woman. She's a lesbian. And she was telling me the day before how people expect her and her wife to kiss as soon as they hear that they're lesbians. Oh, y'all doing Harley Quinn and, and Poison Ivy? Kiss for me. Ew. Complained about that the day before. Mind you, I had just met her the day before. Yeah. And she mm -hmm. came to my panel. So I remembered her saying that. And she had no idea I was going to do it. And I was like, hey, come here for a second. Um, I want, Do you mind talking about what we talked about yesterday? And I gave her the floor. Because I felt like Aww. it's bigger than just me. And, and yeah. I, I always want people to know that. that. That's the way my brain works is this whole thing is bigger than me, but I'm the one with the platform because I'm extra as hell. And I put in super extra effort to get these platforms. But if I can help other people, I'm going to do it every time, 10 times out of 10. So I let her speak. And then I had a friend named Matt. He's white. You wouldn't have expected me to let a white person speak, but he's, he's a really <laughs> short, he's a, he's a short kid, um, 23 years old, short. And he gets a lot of flack for being short and he's Spider-Man. And they're like, you're too little to be Spider-Man. So I said, Matt, come here, talk to them about, 
uh, I made it up. I called it heightism. I don't even know if that's a real thing. But I was like, talk to him about what you experienced with heightism. And he went in and he was like, yeah, because I'm little, people don't give me the benefit of the doubt. They think I can't accomplish anything. But I'm here to tell you that little people can be Spider-Man too. And I love that. And yeah, F- yeah, F- yeah F- go mad. Everybody was like, oh my God, did you know you were going to bring us up? I said, no. <laughs> I had no idea. What <laughs> you. you came up with on the spot. I saw you guys at my panel. You, you said you were going to come. And you actually showed up. That's one. That's one reason why I did it. And for two, again, this is bigger than me. Uh, yes, yeah. racism is running rampant in cosplay. But so is people making fun of body images because you're too short, too tall, fat, skinny. Even I'm muscular and people still make fun of me. Like, you can't win. You cannot. Yeah. These no, you will can't. find something about you. If your forehead's too big, they're going to make fun of you. If your eyebrows oh are big, they're going to make fun of you. If you if you have a gap, they're going to make fun of you. They, they, they will find something. So Asian. I decided at the heat of the moment to make it about us yeah. versus them. Wow. That's, That's incredible. Really I, I love that you're spreading that message. It's so important. And now more than ever, when I feel like people are finally listening a little bit more, Mm-hmm. It's like it's more important than ever to keep on like promoting those good things, promoting like tolerance, promoting, um, you know, How's the uh, acceptance. The best time to do it. People are like you said, people are finally listening and mm-hmm. they call it this woke era, but they don't know what the <laughs> word woke means. And it's I will continue yes. to educate and educate and educate, because if you really want to know what it means to be woke, then we'll we'll explain it to you. I've seen Megan do it. I've done it a million times. Mm-hmm. And yes. if you still say nope, that means you didn't. You never really wanted to know. You no. wanted to just start a fight, and I'll, you'll just get blocked for that. You know, I'm always yeah. happy to educate first, and that's that's what mm-hmm. I explained to people at my panel. I said, when someone's trolling you, when someone's being a horrible person to you, is a two parter of how I deal with it. Part one, educate. I will take what you said about me. And then I will try my best to bury it and and pivot it into, well, you might feel that I can't be Gambit because I'm Black. But guess what? He's from Louisiana in the comic books. Uh, he's Cajun, to be perfectly yeah. honest. It'd make more sense if he was Black. But since they made him white, fine, whatever, no big deal. But him being white or Black has nothing to do with his background. Whereas T'Challa yeah. does need to be Black because Africa, Wakanda, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So when people use the, oh, well, I'm just going to cosplay as Storm and, you know, you're white as the snow. Well, you can go ahead and cosplay Storm. I'm not going to say no, but you do realize that it's not the same, right? You get that, right? And if they say that they don't get it after I explain it so carefully, then they didn't want to get it. It was never about them learning. And once that happens, that's when all bars are uh, no holes barred. And that's when I'm going to let you have it. Yeah. Bodies punching bag. I Absolutely. Bag. Well, it's like the um, it's like when people say, "Well, why can't Black Panther be white?" I don't know why that's the one they go to every time. Every and time. I every don't. Time. Yeah. What the every hell? time? Like one of the only ones. Like what? <laughs> yeah. And it's it. It's so irritating because as a white person, I am fully aware that I have way more representation than either of you two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In everything. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's time. It, times are changing. It's time. Everyone should be represented. Everyone should be what they want. Let them do it. Who, who, who does cares? it hurt? Stupid. It doesn't hurt anyone. Does it hurt? Exactly. I always ask. Mind your it, business. At the end of the day, if I want to come out as T'Challa, 
or if I want to come out as Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. how, does it, how does it change your life? It doesn't. It doesn't. And believe it or not, the reason why another reason why I keep doing this fight is because I have been able to change a couple of perspectives. Not a lot, not a lot, but a handful of fights I've had have ended with people hitting me up in my DMs and actually saying, you know what, I truly never thought about it that way. I'm, I'm sorry that I was such a jerk to you. And we've actually become friends. No, oh, that's... I mean, if you change one person, it's worth it. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Motto to the death. So you save one person, you save the world. It's true. That's exactly it. I mean, it's true. I mean you, if... you changed one person. You probably saved so many people from getting yeah. made fun of by that one person. You know, like, it doesn't matter if it's one or a thousand. You, you made a change and you did that. You did. Absolutely. And you're spreading that message. Even if you don't see it, I mean, people who see your cosplay, people who see you stand up for yourself, they take that example. And, you know, even if they don't show it, they like right away, it sticks with them, you know, especially if they're inspired by you, which I know a lot of people are. So, yeah, I mean, we are. Yeah, I am for sure. Megan, too. That's what it's all about. Like I said, it's in, in, in the superhero world, they have to fight mega villains and super villains and stuff like that. But in the real mm-hmm. world, we have to fight trolls and racism and hatred. And if I can use my platform to make this kind of a statement, then it's worth it. Every time somebody calls me something out of my name or talks about me, body shames me, race shames me, whatever the case, I'll take it every time if I know that I've helped somebody else out there who was shy or scared feel a little bit more safe to, to one day be able to do this on, on their own. Worth it. Yeah. Every, I don't even, I don't care. I don't care. Go ahead. Say your worst about me. Somebody body shamed me the other day from my, I did Predator and I was fighting my friend who was Sub-Zero. And from the angle I was bent over at, I looked wider than I really am. And the guy goes on his rant about how, oh, look at Lizzo as the Predator. And like, you know, trying to make like fat jokes oh, on me. So if you look on the, in the group, I have posted a workout that I did in my predator helmet. Yeah. I'm lifting 500 pounds. I'm running on a treadmill. I'm like, Lizzo where? Like, you know what I mean? No, but don't try to call me fat. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, As a way to destroy me, you can't body shame me because I'm not ashamed of my body. That's just it. That's that's beautiful. That's what. Welcome, right? That's just so motivating. So we got some questions for our members at Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped asking what they would like to ask Lashin, and we got some great questions. Josh P asks, do you ever get self-conscious about the tighter fitting costumes or worry about mm. your physique doesn't fit the character? That was the one I was just about to get into. Josh, thanks okay. for asking that. When you asked it, I got so Good passionate question. about it that I almost answered on the thread. I was like, no, 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 let me save it. Let me save it. Let me save it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I am not skinny. <laughs> I used to be, but I am not skinny. I am six foot tall, 260 pounds. I am pretty muscular, but I will not say no to a cheeseburger. And you can see that in my body every Damn time. right. So with that said, there are certain suits that, yeah, yeah. Uh, for example, this all happened with the Power Rangers because I was doing Marvel and stuff for a long time and those suits are pretty loose fitting. So I never really realized until I truly put on a latex like Power Ranger suit, spandex, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, not latex. 
um, I put on a Power Ranger suit, Black Ranger, in 2021, and I got destroyed. Uh, then I put on a Green Ranger suit and got destroyed even worse. I was new to the Power Ranger cosplay scene, and I posted in like 10 different groups, literally for seven days straight, over 1,000 comments across those groups. Fat Ranger, Dad Bod Ranger, get take that suit off. You look stupid. You're so fat. You look disgusted. The Green Whoa. Ranger, is, the Black Ranger is melting. What is wrong with you? You're like, why would you wear that? You're not a Power Ranger. You should be more of a villain. Like, you should be Pudgy Pig. Like, oh my God. What? Me. And I wasn't, Jesus. Here I am now in cosplay. I wasn't there yet. So, those, that shit hurt every day. Yeah. I'm, imagine waking up every morning. And I'm already kind of popular on social media. So I already always get, I wake up to 99 plus comments every day. So imagine waking up to 300 comments a day, 400 comments a day from different groups, mm -hmm. all with one common theme. You're a fat piece of shit and you shouldn't be a Power Ranger. Oh That's my God. was horrifying. I almost, this was one time where I truly almost said, screw it. And I was going to stop cosplaying Power Rangers. I was going to keep doing Marvel, but I was going to stop Power Rangers, even though that was my biggest dream was to ever be the Green Ranger. That was my dream since I was six. I always wanted to be the Green Ranger. So guess what I did, guys? Guess what, Josh? I <laughs> I had got a flyer on, on online that the Green Ranger himself, uh, rest in peace, JDF, he was going to be in, in Jersey, not too mm -hmm. far from me. So guess what I did? I put on my Green Ranger suit. On a Sunday in 25 degree weather, I waited out online for 45 minutes and I went inside and I met the Green Ranger as the Green Ranger. He took pictures with me, videos with me, mm -hmm. and he verified me on his live. I'm here with the Green Ranger. He didn't say, oh I'm here gosh. with the Black Green Ranger. I'm here with yeah. the Fat Green Ranger. I'm here with the Thick Green Ranger. I'm here with the Swole Green Ranger. He said, I'm here mm -hmm. with the Green Ranger and signed my sword. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have that for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? And That's amazing. That is how you overcome trolls online. These people who you'll never ever see them. They don't matter in the grand scheme of life. I had a thousand people call me fat, and JDF, the Green Ranger, called me the Green Ranger. That That's amazing. That trumps it easily. Yeah, that makes it all worth it, right? I mean. Wow. You can't beat it. Like, that's, that's it. it. That's Not incredible. I, I don't know how you handle all that. That would just, I'd I see the light of the total, and that's how. It's like, you for every horrible thing that somebody says to me, people with the Gambit thing, oh, you're too, you're black, you can't be Gambit. I danced with Lenore Zan, who voiced Rogue in the 1992 animated series. I, I danced that. with oh, I saw those pictures. That's how I can be Gambit. Because she called me Gambit. She sang her song, which is called Ode to Remy LeBeau. And mm -hmm. she sang it and pulled me to the middle of the dance floor and danced with me all night. That's how I can be Gambit. That's amazing. That's where you, yeah, I mean, you're making the biggest difference. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you're a black Gambit or a white Gambit. You still did your thing and you did it well. And still they got recognition for it. Person who matters. She's the one mm -hmm. who matters. You know what I mean? She exactly. literally recorded as this character for five seasons and she's coming back for the 97 X-Men revival thingy that they're doing um, later. Oh, this cool. She'll be again. So this is current and I get to say that for the rest of my life. I don't know anybody else who can say they danced with Rogue, but I did. 
Damn. Wow. Those are the so, things you brag about. There you go. Mm-hmm. Our next question was from Joseph F., but you already answered it. But okay. I did want him to know that we acknowledged his question. Okay. Yeah. Moving on is Anthony E. He says, what's your favorite costume that you've cosplayed so far? By the way, love them all. You are incredible. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, so that's an easy... That's a, it actually is an easy one. Um, I have 25 cosplays. Um, oh 25 unique cosplays. And people are probably going to think my answer is going to be Predator because it is the best one. It is, it's the best. I'm not going to lie. My Predator is out of control. Um, but that's not my favorite. My mm-hmm. favorite is Black Panther Ranger. Oh. Oh, that's so cool. Oh. Uh. There is what I consider, and I always, whenever I post about it, I call him my flagship cosplay. Um, it combined my two loves, Power Rangers and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, Incredible. I am, there are a handful of other Black Panther Ranger cosplayers out there, but I know that I was one of the first. My suit is extremely unique to me. I'm the only one with the suit that I have because I designed it. I drew it myself. Um and then I had my resources bring it to life. Uh, it took about seven different creators to help me make it. But wow. when we finished it, it was, it to this day, when I look at this helmet, I'm like, I can't believe I, I did, like, this is me. Um, it is who I identify as most. Um, I got my Screen Rant article because of Black Panther Ranger. Yeah. And um, yeah. That's um, nice. That is my... Great. They featured him twice. Yep, correct. As they should have. That helmet is beautiful. That's amazing. It looks really dope. Thank you. Created by JT Quantum. Got to give you your props. Uh, But yeah, um, I I absolutely love my Black Panther Ranger. That's, if you say, who are you as a superhero? That's who I am. That's perfect. I love it. That's perfect for you too, yeah. It's so moving on, Stephen G had asked, uh, what was your first cosplay? And it was answered. So there you go, Stephen G. Mm-hmm. Jamie G says, first, Lachine is literally my cosplay idol. Not only does he do the most awesome cosplays, but he cosplays with his wife and son, which is so awesome. My question for Lachine is, what is your favorite cosplay you've ever done? And what is, and is there one in particular that was more difficult than the others to pull off? Okay, so... Um, again, I'll say Black Panther Ranger is my favorite that I've ever done, but the most mm-hmm. difficult cosplay, bar none, is Predator. My God, really? if you know what I went through to put that thing on. For one, it takes 45 minutes just to put it on. Just oh to gosh. put it on. For two, it's 41 pounds. Holy cow. Oh, the head alone is 21 pounds, and oh. the rest of the armor is another 20 pounds. It oh. is extremely heavy. It is extremely hot. I can probably, I forced myself to wear it because I I try to train myself Mm -hmm. to wear it as long as I can, because I know that Mm -hmm. like at a con, I like to keep my stuff on. Mm -hmm. I've maxed out without taking it off about an hour. I can do it for an hour before I have to take it off. I can put it back on, but I have to take it off for an hour. The whole suit got to come off in two hours. I just can't. It's really that you kind of get crazy. a little claustrophobic. I'm not going to lie. And I'm yeah. like, when I'm ready to take that it off, sense. Kelly will tell you. I'm like, get it off of me. Get it off of me. I lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. I, you're, like, you're dying to get it off. So wow. Predator is the hardest, most difficult. Mm-hmm. 
but well worth it. Predator has helped catapult me to another level in cosplay, and I'm going to give him his credit. But he is a bitch. It hurts. <laughs> you suffer for your art. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It is, and it is a wild look. Like it is so detailed. It's very cool. Good. Thank it you. is. Oh my god. Oh, but you goodness. know what? Speaking about you know how you cosplay with your wife and your son. I mean, how how amazing that you guys can, as like a family, can share that experience and like do it together. That's so cool. What made you get them involved? So for Kelly, for example, so so believe it or not, the first cosplayer of all of us wasn't me. It was Jason, my son. Uh, really? When he was about 12, he, uh, when Into the Spider-Verse came out, we, we we watched it together as a family and we couldn't stop saying to ourselves, Jay, you look exactly like Miles Morales. This is insane. <laughs> like they had the same uh, high top haircut, his nose, the skin complex. Like it, he was Miles. It was freaking me out, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jay, you're so Miles. Like we got to do something with this for Halloween. And he was so down. He was like, yeah, dad, let's do it. So when he chose to do Miles and agreed, Kelly was like, well, can I do Gwen? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I, yeah. I at the time, didn't want to do like Peter B or any of the other Spider-Men, but I saw Spider-Man Noir. And I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. So what mm-hmm. I did was I, um, I, you know, did the whole all black and all that stuff like that. And it really all kicked off with Jason. Um, him pulling off that Miles Morales and I tell you, this kid, he just walked in from hanging out with his friends, and he is so flawless with his cosplay. He pisses me off. Because <laughs> Kelly struggles so hard. You can go in your room. You kept, me and Kelly struggle so hard to, like, do the mannerism and stuff. But he's, you know, he's a kid. He's a teen. So he's already limber. He could bend and do all of this stuff. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Perfectly. He has 0% body fat. Like, I'm just like. Oh, man. <laughs> to be a kid again, right? I know, so, yeah. Getting him involved made me so happy um, because if anybody, uh, Meg, I know you have kids, but I think they're still like yeah. little, little, right? But when, when they get to teenage, they mm. don't want nothing to do with you. That's just how teenagers are. Yeah. So luckily, the yeah. power of cosplay has kept him and I at least having, you know, that together. And like I had mm. him cosplay as A-Train um the other week you know a few weeks ago and then we went to go meet jesse t usher who plays a train in the boys oh, and cool. with him and a he was so cool he saw us together and he saw homelander a train and kelly with starlight and he was like oh snap uh they really came through the whole family came through come here come here and we took like 10 pictures with him like most of those pictures were free amazing we have pictures with him and jay and that was jason's first ever celebrity that they ever met so for me, it was an honor to be able to do that for a couple of reasons. Uh, most notably, you know, back to the race thing. Yeah. Jason got to meet Jesse T. Usher, who's a black man portraying a superhero. Granted, he's an evil superhero, but a superhero on a TV show. And mm-hmm. 30 years ago, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. So yeah. I love that. we. That's why I keep saying 2023. I love the way the direction that this world is going into, that America is going into. I love this woke era, as I like to call it, because we're seeing exposure and opportunities that did not yes. exist. Yeah. And I love I totally that. agree. Sun smile, standing next to a black actor who he was dressed in the costume of that black actor. And they got a mm-hmm. picture together forever. That's chef's kiss. That's amazing. That is chef's kiss. Damn. That's amazing. It is. 
so moving on, Danny Q asked what got you into cosplay? Already answered. So thank you for submitting. Yep. Um, JM has a two-parter. It says, do you build your mm -hmm. costumes yourself? Which is a yes. And number two, how long does it take to put together a costume? Yep, so I saw that question and I wanted to mm -hmm. clarify for everybody. So the first thing I'm going to say is it does not matter if you buy it mm -hmm. or if you build it. Cosplay is cosplay. To never feel less than if you didn't sew it yourself. That said, the way that my suits come into play, it, it does vary depending on a, mm -hmm. what I, what I, who I want to be. Um, for example, Ant-Man, I didn't make any of that. Uh, but it was super easy because I just got the Marvel Legends Ant-Man helmet. Um, the suit was a Zentai bodysuit from China, and the mini wasp was a toy from Amazon, and I was finished. Um, Predator is completely handmade, not mm -hmm. by me specifically. Um, I had a gentleman out oh. in Spain put the base together, and then what happens is Kelly and I, once it gets here, Kelly and I finishes it. So... The uh, the nets that the predator has over his body, that's literally just a fishing net. Mm, I just got it from a fishing wow. store. Um, and I just cut it up to fit my body, sized it, and we were done. Kelly's an art major. Um, she has a master's in art. So she does all of like the spikes for my spawn suit. She does all the spikes, put, putting them on, gluing them on. Um, the uh, electronics that we do, I was an electronics major. So like uh, the lighting up and stuff like that and a lot of the stuff that I have. Um, I'll kind of like, you know, do a little bit of the circuitry if I know how, if not, I'll get somebody smarter than me to do it. Um, I have no shame in going after, like going after resources to do it on a lot of cases. Um, I know a couple of 3d print, hmm. uh, masters, like again, J quantum late night graphics, um, sculptor Jess, these guys have helped me create so many amazing costumes. Um, so honestly, it's a loaded, uh, it's a loaded pot. I will not say that I've made anything okay. straight from scratch, but what I do is once it gets to me, mm, I make nice. it my own. I was wow. actually curious about that too. So that's a good, that, that was a very too. good question. Jay, all these questions, you. all these questions, I have just been like, thank God you asked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like the next one, Trevor A asks, Lachine, have you considered doing some videos or written tutorials on getting into cosplay? Where do we start? Mm. Tips on costume construction, special effects, fitting a personal style into a character, etc. Wow. So mm -hmm. I saw that question too. Um, and I'm more the inspiration guy. I'm more the, um, I'll give you the tools needed yeah. to have the confidence to do it. Um, I don't, I'm not good at tutorials and giving like a step-by-step play-by-play because it's so different for everybody and depends on who you want to be so i don't want to say you know if you want to do like a anime character and i've never seen that anime i wouldn't begin to know where to tell you where to start like I, so i don't like to talk about things i don't know um whereas if you want if you need somebody that you want to like talk to in your in the dms about how i got my process started if you want to do something i've done you want to become t'challa and you want to know how to get you know mm -hmm. how to do the panther teeth and you know stuff like that that's where you come to me. So I can only help with things mm -hmm. that I've done because I don't like to give false information. Um, and my, my, my DMs are open, just so everybody knows. I I answer just about anything unless yeah. you're asking for money because I'm not going to give it to you. No <laughs> Venmo request, but anything else. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll talk about anything else with you, but I'm not going to give you Cash App, and I'm probably not going to give you Very fair. Everything else, I got All you right. guys. That works for us. The does, last, yeah. last but not least, Cody N asks, what's been your least favorite cosplay, if you have one? I haven't come across something you don't mm. smash out of the park. And can't wait to hear on the podcast. It's going to be awesome. You will have a blast. Max and Megan are great. Thank you, Cody. Aww, thank you, Cody. They are great. This has been so much fun for me. I like, yes. this is a big part yeah, of this. Yeah, like, I, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, off the top of my head, one that didn't really hit. I can't. I was gonna say my Omni Man, but I actually ended up liking the, the mustache. <laughs> um, tomorrow, I'm going to attempt mm-hmm. a mashup okay. that might not hit. Um, I am going to attempt. <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna work at all, but I want to put my Predator together with my Thor. Oh my Ooh, god, Predator! <laughs> that might be cool. <laughs> and I don't know if this is gonna look dumb as hell or if this is gonna be fire. So, Cody, uh. By the time this comes out, I should have already had it and posted it. So if you guys dud, let me know. But I'm gonna go through with it tomorrow and with see. With a if name it's like that, you really do have to do it, though. Stay tuned, like, Cody. Just, stay it, tuned. Like, <laughs> it just works too I love well. It. I know. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, oh all God. those mm-hmm. all those questions have been answered. Thank you to all of our members at Hot Mediaverse Thank Comics and Rap for asking. So, Lachine, I guess. Uh, Wrapping up here, where do you see yourself in cosplay in five to ten years? What What is it you wanted to be achieved? So I was asked this question by one of my close friends who doesn't cosplay. Um, and I, I, when he asked me at the time, I didn't really know how to answer because mm-hmm. I, I never thought about it. Um, when I first got into this two years ago, my only goal was to be a Black Panther cosplayer. I never knew I was going to do the other 24 costumes. I never knew. It, it never mm-hmm. dawned on me that I could. And it never dawned on me that I, will, I would really want to. Um, but this whole thing has been like a rocket ride um, that's just been, I mean, the opportunities I've gotten because of cosplay, the celebrities I've met because of cosplays, the, the people that I've gotten to meet, the mm-hmm. podcasts I get to be on. Cosplay has seriously changed my life. Um, the money I've made from cosplay, like uh, the Kang suit that I have coming is my first oh, wow. ever sponsored suit. Oh my They're gosh. making it for me. Congratulations. Yeah, like, that's like, amazing. That's, that's a big step. Thank Good. You. Oh my God. This is something that cosplayers aspire to and some spend 10 years trying to get there. And for me to be able to pull it off in two, like I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. It's just my drive, my, my extraness, my mm-hmm. laser focus to get to what I, where I want to be is unparalleled I'm, I'm just a different kind of person and um for where i want to go in the future there's a cosplayer out there named night mage he is in my opinion okay. the greatest of all of us he is 320 costumes been recognized around the world in china as the greatest cosplayer of the year oh, wow. like three years running um, amazing amazing man i've never met him but i follow him and he was one of the first big time cosplayers that i followed my goal is to honestly to emulate his uh, success. I hope that one day 
I'm able to explore the world as a cosplayer, not just in the Northeast um, of, of America. Um, I, I hope that I can one day grab, you know, that brass ring of, you know, viral status with, with, with my posts. I want everybody to be able to see because the little bit of people that I can show what I've done and the, uh, the, the, the positivity that I've spread, imagine if we could amplify that by yeah. like 20, you know, that we could really hit some real numbers and really help people that look like me, people who look mm-hmm. like you, women, you know, we, we could make people realize that you can, you all have a superhero inside of you and, and it's time to unleash your inner hero. Um, and if I can pull that off in the next five years, I've done what I think I'll put on this earth wow. to do. That's, that's, oh that's an incredible like takeaway from it. Definitely. That's powerful. Yeah. Very. But, well, thank you so much for going into all this depth and mm-hmm. detail with the, it was it's such a beautiful story and it just keeps growing and getting even better. And we're so grateful. Yes, we are. Thank you. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to do something like this. Um, I know that you guys had one of cosplayers mm-hmm. in a group for a long time. I did send over two of my favorites, uh, Fabian, AKA retro junkie 83 and um, Lorenzo team awesome Lorenzo. 418. Um, I would highly recommend um, looking out for Lorenzo. He's like right on the rise. We're both Brooklyn boys. We met through cosplay, but I feel like Aww. I've known him my whole life. Um, you know, really, really, uh, you know, take the time uh, to think about, you know, for future podcasts. I would definitely recommend Lorenzo. He's so amazing. Um, so, yeah, you have some cosplayers here and we're going to keep on shining and giving an example yeah. for the group. And I hope to see some people in the group hit me up and say, hey, I just finally did a cosplay. Because when you do and I see it, I promise you, I will Aww, give you a free edit. That's, that's nice. So awesome. Oh, my God. The encouragement and the love is so that's beautiful so coming from Lachine. You're... And Jamie will tell Anthony you, my knows. edits are pretty good. So <laughs> I came up for her on yes. nowhere for her Loki. So I will definitely um, do a free edit for your first cosplay mm-hmm. that you that you present. Um, and you can take that and put it all over Instagram. Awesome. Well, I hope so. you continue to post. And there's no limit. Please give us what you can because we are all thirsting for it. Oh, so, yes, definitely. I love it. Count on it. Uh, Predator <laughs> will be ready Amazing. tomorrow or something. Predator, I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. Lasheen, where can our listeners follow your cosplay journey at? Um, like, give us your social so everyone can tune in who aren't, you know, visually here with us and they want to check out your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm just one stop away on Instagram. Look up T'Challa Ooh. Sheen. Um, it's literally yeah. a play off of my name, T'Challa from Black Panther, T-C-A, <laughs> and then Lachine at the end. So T'Challa Sheen uh, uh, on Instagram. And then on Facebook, um, I probably won't <laughs> add you on my regular page because I talk about That's way true. more than just cosplay. But if you look up Lachine Williams, um, I'm in pretty much every cosplay group you could think of, especially the ones in New York. Um, so look up Lachine Williams, find me in the groups. I will chat with you i will share with you um dm me i won't give you any money or hbo max password but i will talk to you about it has anyone ever actually asked you for your hbo max password (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) man that shit pisses me off when when the snyder cut came out you know how many people hit oh man yo i I need that i need that snyder cut ah come on well, then you need to create a fake password and get the free <laughs> yeah, exactly. we've all <laughs> like, We've all done it. 
an email address and make it get up to get the free trial because I'm not helping. Well, listeners, uh, we were actually graced with his presence continuing on this podcast because he is going to be with us while we go to tea time with Max and Megan. Yes. So starting off our tea time with Max and Megan, I am Megan. I Am Groot Season 2 will be available to watch via streaming on Disney Plus on September 6, 2023, which I am psyched about. I was so excited. Me too. What surprise news? I didn't even know they were doing a Season 2 of I Am Groot. That's really exciting. I know. And I just posted about it the other day. And I'm just, it's just heartwarming. It's just He's just so little. He's so cute. He is. He's so cute. <laughs> Our next piece of news, we spoke to you about this his casting in Venom 3 a few episodes ago, but now we have a little more to go on. Doctor Strange star Chiwetel Ejiofor, who we all know as Mordo from Doctor Strange 1 and 2, is rumored to be playing the sinister Orwell Taylor in Sony's upcoming movie Venom 3. For those who don't know, Orwell Taylor is a military man from Marvel Comics whose son is killed by Venom and he decides to get revenge on the symbiote. We shall see how this gets adapted for Sony's Spider-Verse. That sounds kind of interesting. Why did they have to use Mordo? I'm sorry, but like, now, why? Yeah. What, was there no one else? I know, what the hell? I hate when Sony does that. And it's like, I thought, I was really hoping that like it would be Mordo in Venom 3 somehow, but like I didn't knew that didn't make sense, but I was like, oh, maybe <laughs> the multiverse, you know? That's like the excuse for everything now. So I don't know, but. Hate the multiverse. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, I guess. What do you think, Lashie? I did not know about the I Am Groot. I still got one <gasps> the first one, to be honest. Um, but I, as far as the uh, the Mordo thing, like I'm, I'm kind of pissed that they're yeah. they're yeah. recycling an actor again. Um, I like when they do that when the actor fails at something, like when you know, according to everybody else, Chris Evans failed. At no, he did not. He did not. But you know, but then he did tap and he nailed it. I love those two. Mm-hmm. Oh, We've talked God. about this before, Me Megan. Too. I love, but the sheer fact that like. You know, I, I don't know how to pronounce his actual name, but he nailed it as Mordo. So I don't really see why they need him to do another Marvel. Marvel double dips like no one's it. business. They did it with Michael B. Jordan when he was in Fantastic Four, and then he was Killmonger, which makes sense. Right, but see, but again though, he yeah. failed as as Johnny Storm. So then bring him. As, I get that a revival yeah. story, like you know, a redemption story. I'm here for it, but. Other yeah. dude did good as Mordo. So yeah, it just feels odd. Good. I don't understand. Also, does that mean we're never gonna see Mordo again? Because I liked him. I did too. Well, thanks see? to the multiverse, you see? can I know, say exactly. they look like it's just a variant. You know, <laughs> went on a different path in an alternate universe or whatever. How they usually explain it away. The stupid multiverse. Mm-hmm. I hate the multiverse. Easy peasy. <laughs> Hater. So lazy. It is super lazy writing. Yeah. For some reason, I can't get enough of it. I, I know, me too. Well, I know, I'm loving it so much. I love that. Boo, Megan. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It, just, it removes all the high stakes, though. That's what I don't like. Like, you kill one person. Like, you know, Wanda killed all the Illuminati. But we're going to see variants mm-hmm. of their characters again. So it's like. What did she really do? So on that note, the multiverse is a little cheap, but I mean, all of those Kangs on the, at the stadium, that mania. I rewatched that. That at least scene. Two times a day. I love like, that I scene. I love that God, scene. That scene is 
that scene was better than the whole movie to me. <laughs> and I like the movie, but I I live for that scene. Like all of those Kangs just getting crazy. Like I live for it. So yeah, multiverse. I'm a, I'm a that scene lives in Kevin Feige's head rent free ever since Jonathan Majors. Uh, Elite, the legal problems. Big He's facts. like, oh, that's the scene. Big and we're all like, that's but the you know scene. What? I know that that was like, ah, oh, that was like the the best scene of the whole movie. And it was the, the post credits. I mean, I liked yeah, Quantumania as well, exactly. but you know, that was my favorite. King was like the best in that. Love that guy. God, Love that I guy. Just can't get enough of him. Mm-hmm. Moving on, Disney Plus is actively looking for a way to do away with password sharing. Bob Iger mm. comments on it saying, we are actively exploring ways to address account sharing and the best options for paying for subscribers to share their accounts with friends and family. Iger said during the call, later this year, we will begin to update our subscriber agreements with additional terms and our sharing policies. And we will roll out tactics to drive monetization sometime in 2024. Here's my problem. This, oh, this rich ass mother... He said this the day it came out that there's also going to be a price increase on Disney Plus. So ridiculous. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, Bob, yeah. what did we do to you? I know. We're, we're, it's like, mm-hmm. First, I'm going to make password sharing harder, and then I'm going to increase the price to really punish you. Enjoy. It's like, what the hell? Sir, we're yeah. keeping you rich. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And, and, Somebody said it perfectly. I read the comments when you originally posted it. Somebody was like, and they 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 really give us no options because they Disney Plus yeah. is where everything is that we love. So we're we're gonna have to kind of bend over yeah. and take it. Like I don't really know what else to do. So true. <laughs> it's, it's, it it no choice. <laughs> really what do you think I'm gonna do? Like turn off yeah. on Disney Plus? Yeah. I need it. <laughs> it's like all the Marvel and Star Wars stuff is only on Disney Plus now. So it's like if you're into those things, you need it. It's not question. Yeah, you need it. They have the freaking nineties X Men and Spider Man mm-hmm. and the Simpsons. I'm I'm not giving up. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I've never been so pissed but, off at him in my life. I know. I know. But speaking of mm-hmm. things that we need, uh, or maybe we don't, I don't know. Depends on how you take it. But McDonald's is including Loki in their as featured in meal. The as featured in meal features a newly branded sweet and sour sauce. Since McDonald's has a special role in Loki season two, the chain is giving everyone who gets the packet of sauce a sneak peek through a themed augmented reality experience on Snapchat. When fans scan the new green Loki Season 2 branded sweet and sour sauce lit on Snapchat, they will unlock exclusive content developed by Marvel Studios with new content debuting weekly throughout the promotion. That's really cool. Yeah. They really did the most. I, I love their promotional campaigns. Marvel's, they're unmatched. They are. And I think that's pretty brilliant. I mean, what a way to like spread the word than like McDonald's, just like America's favorite fast food. Couldn't you just do another restaurant, though? Like... I like KFC. Yeah. <laughs> Let's diversify. Like, give me something else. Subway. I don't care. Do a do a failing one. Like one that's not doing well. Like Dairy Queen's failing. Arby's. 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 <laughs> 36 years Someone's alive. I've never Arby's had Arby's alive. Someone tell is you what keeping it Arby's like. going, and I don't know who it is, but I feel like there's something weird going on. But that's I know, a whole conspiracy so thing. Because mm-hmm. you've never it's driven so past one. Have you ever had to wait in line at an Arby's? No, because no one's there. 
I don't think I ever have, to be honest. Not that I go very often, but no. It's not like Thank it's like you a, you know. I'm in New York, actually. Never really think about it. I've never seen an Arby's. Except on, well, the on reason the everyone... I don't think I've ever seen the an Arby's. The reason everyone well, goes is for... Yeah. <laughs> well, now Machine, you know though, mean. he's not keeping them open. <laughs> Neither am I or Megan, but someone is. <laughs> Money laundering, I don't know. Don't say that. <laughs> Megan's conspiracies, a new segment I love soon. conspiracies. I love it. Oh, I love Something's it. Going on. That and mattress stores, but moving on. So <laughs> I don't get sued. <laughs> Do you have any final words, Lashine, on anything you want to say or? Um, again, I just wanted to thank everybody for all of the questions that came in. Um, it, I had hit up Megan a couple of days ago. You guys don't know this. And I had asked her, like, am I spamming the group? <laughs> like, is everybody sick of me? Because I post so much. And um, she was like, yeah. no, please don't stop. Like, mm-hmm. if anything, give us a little bit more. Um, I really, really yeah. need that. Because like I said, my confidence works off of you yeah. guys having confidence in me. So if I know that you're happy with what I'm doing, I'm going to do it more. I'm going to do it better. Um, so thank you guys for fueling me to be able to in turn inspire yeah. you. Well, amazing. the honor message, is yes. clearly all ours. You're our first guest oh, and it had to be you. No one else like came to mind. So right. thank you for being here. Thank you for going in depth with us. And thank you to the members for giving us all those questions. Look at us all. Just look at us. We're all just so happy. I know our first our first uh, celebrity guest, Lachine <laughs> Williams. We are so honored to have had you here. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come. Um, we're so grateful. We love your sure. cosplays. Please never stop. Never let me hear Please. you ever say you doubt yourself, which I don't think we're afraid you're going to do anytime soon. So keep inspiring. And if you do, nope, hit, nope, nope. hit us up because mm-hmm. we will pump and inflate that ego so high. It will be insane. Yes. And come back anytime. We'd love, <laughs> love to have it. you back yes. again. We had such a good time. Absolutely. This was so fun. This was so fun. No, thank, thank you so much. And that's a wrap on Mediaverse Unwrapped. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram at his name is Max. And you can follow me on Instagram at Megan the Gangster. And one quick announcement for you guys. I will be out of town on vacation for the next two episodes. So if you want to follow along with the fun, join our non-toxic Facebook group at Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped, where Megan will be hosting some lives with some of our fellow mods. So enjoy, and I'll see you when I get back. Don't miss me too much. Follow our public Facebook page, Mediaverse Plus. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at MediaverseCU. Our new episodes premiere Tuesdays on Spotify. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys, and goodbye for now. Peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs>